Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We know Mark Saxon is a busy man this morning, and we appreciate him joining us for this segment with Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Mark, thanks very much for joining us. What's the latest that you have on this Cardinal game being postponed this afternoon? Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, so, um, you know, as the team hunkers down in its hotel room, which is what it should be doing to find sort of the next step, I was told just now that, you know, the team is under the impression that if the rest of the players, and I don't know how many positives they've had to this extent, you know, could be one, could be multiple, but they've been told that if the rest of the team tests negative, they could be playing tomorrow. And I was a little surprised to hear that, but it came from a very good source. And I think that's the impression they're under. Now, obviously all of this is um, incredibly changeable. It's incredibly dynamic. So they could get word five minutes from now, or maybe they've gotten word since I last talked to that person that that's not the case. But um, the fact that they are under that impression, I don't know whether that means that they feel like they have isolated this incident because it's certainly sounds different than what you know what we learned from that marlins uh situation in philadelphia mark do you have any information on how the testing is going to go down because if they're playing in milwaukee or excuse in in minnesota and then they're getting tested and then there's a a day wait and then they're getting the results on friday i don't know how with that type of a turnaround you could test everyone today and then say okay we feel confident that they're going to play tomorrow unless they increase the pace in which they're getting those tests yeah, and they may do the 24-hour test or the, or the, short, or the shorter, uh, you know, response time test. I think that's what they do when there has been a positive. Um, but you're right. I mean, I, th- I think any scientist or epidemiologist or, or doctor would say, you know, this may- maybe isn't all that full, you know, foolproof because, look, they were just in Minnesota, as you referenced, Michelle. Meanwhile, Minnesota played the Cleveland Indians last night while the Cardinals were off. So... When you talk about contact tracing, that's a pretty tough thing to do, given all the tentacles this thing already has had. And really the big picture way to look at this, one of the smart things baseball did when they came up with this plan was to put teams in pods, right? East, central, west, you don't go outside your pod. Well, now two of the pods have been infiltrated. And the east is a mess. The schedule is a mess already over there. It's a mess. It could become a mess in the central again, depending what happens in the next couple of days. But bottom line is, you know, are we reaching the tipping point where Rob Manfred would step in and, ju- and just pause or stop this thing? And Mark Craig Mish just tweeted multiple sources have indicated to him that there are two players, two on the Cardinals that have tested positive for COVID-19. So uh, with your information that if everybody else tests negative and if they do only have two testing positive, 
hopefully they can nip this as much as they can and get back to action. Because right now, when you have 20% of your teams not playing because of COVID-19, it's going to be very difficult for baseball to complete 60 games. Yeah, that's right. And, and you know, I don't know that they're 100% committed to every team playing 60 games, Randy, but if you have some teams that are playing 45 and some that are playing 60, it gets a little, you know, sketchy. Um, I think, you know, in, in reference to if it is just two players, um, and I have not confirmed that, but if it is, you know, that could be, you know, part of it. But the key here then becomes the context tracing, right? Really having a good sense of, what those players were doing, maybe trying to get some sense of where they could have contracted it. You know, who did they contact, you know, not only on the Cardinals, whether it's a trainer, whether it's a a teammate, but the twins, right? Because we've talked about they've already played a game with the Indians. So it becomes a very complicated thing to trace out. But I think if if they're going to try to go through with this plan, it sounds like baseball is just going to have them put put these two guys on the IL, the COVID list, and maybe go forward. We'll see. Um, but as of now, that's the information I've gotten. Mark, you, you referenced the contact tracing, and there's other teams that could be involved with you know these Cardinals positive tests. We know about the other teams that have already postponed play because of positive tests. What do you think the tipping point will be for Major League Baseball? Because it seems like as of now, the pervasive theme is we're going to power through this. But when you have several teams dealing with this and you realize that the travel is going to be something that's going to probably cause these problems moving forward, I don't know at what point you just kind of wave the, wave the white flag and say, hey, we didn't do this correctly. Yeah, Michelle, I think you're kind of exactly in the right place with all of this. You know, the question might become, does does someone else need to step in? If baseball truly is, you know, going to continue to do these things that maybe some scientists, um, doctors would not recommend, you know, would a, would a mayor, a governor, even at the federal level step in? We'll find out. But um yeah, it's a very difficult thing to track down, and it's a very difficult thing to play sports during a pandemic, especially when you're not confining everyone to the uh, the same place in that bubble plan. So um, we really don't have all those answers yet. I mean, I, I think to, the short answer, Michelle, is it seems to be a moving target when that, when that white flag date is, because I remember John Mosellock less than a month ago on a Zoom call saying, what if one team has an outbreak? That could end the season. And then within days of that, the Marlins had one and didn't end the season. So we'll see how much tolerance they have um, for the risk. And that tolerance is probably going to be weighed against the $800 million in postseason money that's due the owners, right? Yeah. Yeah. That may have something to do with it, Randy. Um, on the other hand, you, you, you cannot put lives at risk over something like that. And, Again, if if the owners, if Rob Manfred, who I think at this point we can all agree is certainly basically an employee of the owners, if he's not going to do it, the question will become, you know, is there an adult in the room who will yeah. step in? Um, but, yeah, the, if they're doing it for the, that $800 million, I think that's a little bit frightening. Mark Saxon with us for a couple more minutes. And I do want to talk about one baseball thing. And then Michelle has one thing for you. You retweeted Joe Davis, who had a great point about the offense in Major League Baseball to this point in the season relative to where the Cardinals are. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think he said the league is hitting 229 or something to this point. 
lowest, you know, first week batting average since 1968. Um, you know, everybody knows about that year here, the 112 ERA for Gibson and then uh, lowering the mound. So that tells you that the pitcher or the hitters around baseball are well behind the pitchers. And that's not surprising because they didn't have a lot of time to kind of get a lot of good live at bats. Um, but the Cardinals, I think, still do have to prove that they can hit a little bit better than last year because a lot of people are tying it into last year where they finished bottom third and then looked even worse in the postseason. So I think, I think that is, is still a legitimate worry around this team. Mark, we spent a lot of time before we got this breaking news about the Cardinals having players test positive for COVID, talking about your outstanding piece at The Athletic about Dylan Carlson and if the Cardinals should, as you said, reach for that lover and promote him to the club. Now getting this news, depending on the players, etc., that could change or color their decision on whether or not they're going to bring Carlson up to the club. But prior to that, or I guess you can even include with these tests, but do you think that we will see Dylan Carlson with this club? I do. I still think he will come up at some point this year. There's, there's one more little, you know, these annoying service time thresholds. There's one more. If they wait uh, till right around August 15th or 16th, they could bring him up and still have three full years beyond this year before he would reach arbitration, potentially saving millions of dollars. So I think that's part of the thinking. So if you're sort of looking for that next hope of when Dylan might, might come up, it might be right around mid-August. But I just think that, <clears throat> particularly if we don't see better you know, at-bats from some of these outfielders, I do think that they're going to want to get a sense of how good he is, how he handles this level, so they can plan for next year. It's crucial. They have to know who their guys are next year. You can't just go into a, a third straight season of not knowing if you'll have offense from your outfielders because that's where teams often get the majority of their pop and a lot of their offense. So. It's kind of a strange situation right now. I just think they have to know how good he can be. Mark Saxon, will be following you all day on Twitter at Mark A. Saxon. Thanks very much for the info. We do appreciate it. Have a great weekend and be safe. Okay, I appreciate you guys and talk soon. All right, thank you, sir. That is our friend Mark Saxon from The Athletic on 101 ESPN Cards and Brewers. Again, postponed today. Two Cardinal players, according to Craig Mish, have tested positive for COVID-19. And as Mark Saxon noted, if the rest of the team is tested today and tests negative, his report is that they would play tomorrow. Which are two encouraging developments because when you hear that their tests positive, or excuse me, tests multiple that are positive Mm -hmm. coming out of the Cardinals organization, you start to immediately think to the Miami situation and think, could we be talking eight, ten, more than that type player? So to think that it could only be two and that they will have a quick turnaround testing and if everyone comes back with negative tests that they could play tomorrow, two positive developments from a pretty tough situation. That's Michelle. I'm Randy, and the great Dan McLaughlin will join us as we cross things over to Scoops with Danny Mac on 101 ESPN.